We are the Story Guys. Story Guys is a fake game show podcast where the points are totally made up, but the stories are totally real. My name is Brian. I'm Murdoch. WeAreTheStoryGuys.com or WeAreTheStoryGuys at gmail.com if you want to get involved in everything that we do. Uh, coming up, we're going to tell stories. What is the top of the today? It's... We have uh, story starters in a pile here, um, and we just pull one out to start the show. Sabbath, oh. bloody Sabbath, and and they're all yeah, they're all based on song titles. So un- <laughs> unfortunately, I did not get <laughs> Sabbath, bloody Sabbath. Dang it! I did get li- Life is a Highway. Ah, I, what, which version do you prefer, Tom Cochran or Rascal Flatts? I would rather get kicked in the nuts than hear either. Hey, one of them. it's a family show. Yeah, either yeah. record. Yeah. Oh, the Tom Cochran version's okay. Can't stand it. I think I just, I had the the burn where it was like listening to the Eagles for like, you know, your entire life. Like I've, I've had to endure that song a lot. Well, and it got, it was like everywhere for a while again, not only because of Rascal Flatts, but because it was used in Disney Pixar's Cars, which I, because of the ages of my kids, I just somehow barely missed Cars. Like it just like fell right in the middle of them and neither of them cared about those movies. So I did not have to endure it, but I, it was around a lot. It reemerged, but I remember the first, I remember hearing that song like in the fifth grade and thinking it was amazing. Yeah, I didn't. And, (laughs) um, and then I did have to watch cars a lot and I, I just had to hear that Tom Cochran song uh, a lot. Did you play it in in radio when you were? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I did did too. Yeah. I had to play it and then had to hear it. Um, yeah, it's, it's just not a, it's just, well, and I remember the innuendo in it, like figuring out the innuendo and being like, or, you know, there's that weird age too. in like fifth or sixth grade where you assign more innuendo than there actually is. Like you're like looking for those messages. Yeah. Like, I think this song is really about a man and a woman. And it's like, no, it's kind of about partying all night long. Yeah. But, uh, do you ever play it backwards? Uh, Did you ever play anything backwards? Have you yeah, ever sure. actually done it? Oh, yeah. Did you ever actually hear something? Um, I, I played Suicide Solution by Ozzy backwards because he got sued for that. Did you hear something? Um, nah. And then there was the Judas Priest song that actually there was a <clears throat> there was a family that sued the band and the management because the, the, that a kid, he didn't make it. You know? uh, and I went and listened to that, uh, and I couldn't make it either. I, I just read Ben Folds' new book, um, and I really loved it. That's not my story of the week, but it could be. Um, but I just loved it because I'm a super fan. I wouldn't say that it's just like the most amazing thing I've ever read, but it's if you love him, you need to read it. And he makes a lot of jokes about that whole phenomenon from when he was growing up about playing something backwards. And he's like, it makes no sense to me why that would actually work. <laughs> but yeah. he, he does actually mention it several times. So speaking of that, one thing we like to do before we get into the Lives of the Highway stories is uh, let's do story of the week. That is the portion of the show where we talk about stories – that we've encountered this week that we love. It could be a personal story someone told us. It could be a story we've encountered on Netflix or the radio or otherwise. Mine, I will go first, is a movie that I saw that I was waited, waiting for with bated breath. And usually when I'm really excited about seeing something, I'm a little disappointed. I will say that I was not in the least disappointed by Blinded by the Light. Really? I've been wanting to know, and I know nothing, I've heard no one say anything about it. So no one saw it. It, it, I mean, it did terribly at the box office on its opening weekend in America. And honestly, I want to be really honest with you, I can't believe that it got released in America. Um, And I think the only reason that it did is because of the Queen Elton John hype, right? And then you had Yesterday, so you had Queen that was a huge unanticipated success everyone thought rocket man would be big it did okay it wasn't great but it did okay yeah and then yesterday did okay 
And so it was just primed for let's take another kind of great rock and roll icon and have this film that somehow uh, involves him. I think that's the only reason the movie even got made. I will say it feels very not American, and it's not. It's a British film, Hmm. um, and it does not feel like American cinema, but it is gorgeous in capturing what it's like to fall in love with music and not really fall in love with music, but to hear music that you relate to on a visceral level and to see it done on film in the way that they chose to do it is just awesome. I remember, so I literally saw it like on last Sunday night and I'm in the theater with a buddy of mine. It's we're the only two people in the theater at like the 10 PM showing on Sunday. And I, I lean over to him at one point about halfway through the movie and I go, this is extremely my jam. Like, this is the kind of thing where I watch it and feel like it was made just for me. Yeah, because there's two of you. Like, I, well, and I just felt like no one else, outside of maybe you, uh, very few people would watch that movie and not be like, what? Yeah. Like, because there's just long, there's just long sequences in the movie where songs are playing and people are dancing and excited about it, but it doesn't actually line up to the plot. And it's not really like, is it a dream sequence? Is it a musical number? Is it, it's just stuff that's very out of the box for normal prepackaged American cinema where you're used to seeing superheroes and action stars and stuff. You know I mean? It's just, it's the pace of it's weird, but it's awesome. And I think it's portrayal of, Pakistani immigrants in 1987 Britain is just gorgeous and I learned some stuff about the political climate there and Margaret Thatcher and stuff I mean it's very it's got a lot going on in it and it's based on a memoir but it's juiced up for the screen I mean there's a I I heard a long interview with the director and I mean they they invented characters and did a lot to the story um, to make it actually work on screen but the the gist of it the Pakistani immigrant in 1987 Britain being introduced to Springsteen when he's already kind of past the cultural tipping point, right? Like yeah. he, he's had a long career where people that love Bruce have always loved Bruce, but you know, this is after born to run. It's after the river. It's after, all that stuff's almost 10 years past at yeah. this point for the movie. So everyone, there's a lot of scenes where he's in this, this like uh preparatory high school slash kind of college situation. Is it the nineties? Is that where it's, he's? It's 1987. Okay, so it's 87. 87. So it's right. Oh, it's Tunnel right. of Love has oh, come yeah, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Born around 70. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, so, but he, the kids in this school keep being like, the boss, why do you care about the boss? Like, it don't listen to this Tiffany record. Like, that, you know, that keeps happening. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. anyway, Blinded by the Light, if you love music um, and you if you like the boss at all, um, I highly recommend it. If you really get tired and glaze over or fast forward through the parts of this podcast where Mark and I start talking about records, um, then it might not be for you. Yeah. But it is my story of the week. What's your story of the week? I, I have a different story than what I thought I was going to talk about because I just realized I'd finished watching this movie last night that I've, it's taken me days to watch. And it's called Riot on the Dance Floor. Okay. Okay. Um, so the subtitle of it or whatever is called the story of Randy now and city gardens. So city gardens was a concert venue in Trenton, New Jersey, and it was in a not good part of Trenton, New Jersey, but everyone played there um, from the eighties into the nineties. And the film is a, it's a first person narrative where it has, you know, the artist and everyone talking but it has the guy too, Randy, the guy who was the promoter. So it's it's kind of about him. He was like a DJ and he 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 just fell into it like accidental, like where he booked a couple of bands 
And then all, he thought, of a, all of a sudden it was a career. Yeah. It became his, yeah, it became his thing. So City Gardens was not his club. He was the promoter. So a lot of times he would be the person that would be in the middle of disputes or, or, or whatever. But the story isn't necessarily just about like music. It's about Trenton too and about America. And it, it shows the arc of Trenton itself where there was white flight and then, in addition to that, uh, they just, the city, like, bought downtown and then demolished it. And then Interesting. Built, and then built state buildings. I don't know buildings. much about Trenton at all. Me neither. And they built state buildings. So, like, is it the capital? Um, I think New so. New Jersey? I thought so. I sound somewhat uneducated here, but. Me too. Yeah. I, I the state capitals, man, it's been a few years since yeah. I've had to say all those. And I, I need to have the t-shirt for trivia. You know, the state capitals, like the flags, the country <laughs> flags that take that to trivia. But, um, like, I mean, New Order, Nirvana, Nine Inch Nails, I just picked three things that had ends in them. Like, I don't even know where to begin to explain it. But it also showed um, the, it was violent. So, like, it was very violent, but it was violent in the, you heard people, there was a caveat to the violence where people were really violent in the pit and everything. People would say, what well, wasn't violent for violence sake, it was everyone kind of had this, you know, wink and nod agreement between each other that we're all going to mutually dance. And this is our, this is our dance, you know. And then at some point, you know, there's a law of diminishing returns on how things don't work. So they let people jump off the stage. They let people hang off the 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 things and the, the ceiling and all that. And then they started getting certified letters. You know, they started getting, you know, letters from lawyers. So they had to stop, you know, the, I mean, the fun, I guess, for like punk rock shows. But it wasn't just punk rock. It was ska. Like it, they had all kinds of different kinds of music. Um, but... Where it was interesting, I thought, giving today and where we are in this awful like state of like culture and things that, that is ugly, is like the exploited were playing. And they had uh, some songs that are really anti-American songs. And what was totally unexpected for the band and for the staff and for everyone else involved is that the place you know, all of a sudden you had skinheads were showing up to shows and the skinheads were not down with this. So here's this like angry anti-American punk band and the, the audience is spitting at them. And so, but you would hear all these people talk about how they used to be frightened to go there, to be there, but then they couldn't help it. Like they'd have to go, like you'd have to go there to see it. But you know, if you wear a CBGB's t-shirt, like everyone knows what that means. If, you know, or whatever, but city guard, like when you actually see a picture of it in the movie, it's a warehouse, dude. It's beige. Yeah. There's no murals. Did you, did you have a, a club like that in Knoxville when you went to school? Yeah. What was it? It was called the Mercury Theater and it, it had different types of music all the time. Mine was Clunk Music Hall was owned by a guy who went by, his name was Chris Selby, I believe, but he went by Chris Clunk because he owned Clunk Music Hall. And it, it changed hands at some point, and then I did their website for a little bit after it changed hands. I just so in exchange for free concert tickets because I really wanted to go as much as I wanted to. Um, and another guy owned it, but it was literally like a uh, a space, like a concrete box, like it was just concrete bricks, 
and I, it was tiny and it held about 400 people but i mean i saw modest mouse play there saw modest mouse in this place too yeah i saw tons of yeah. in, indie rock um like weird indie rock that I've forgotten about. And then I'll see some retrospective of the greatest stuff from Matador records or whatever. And I'll be like, Oh yeah, I saw that. Olivia Tremor control. I saw them at some point. I mean, just all kinds of weird stuff. So that's great. What's the name of the movie again? Um, The movie is riot on the dance floor. Riot on the dance floor, blinded by the light. They're both uh, surprise, surprise. They're both musically related stories, uh, but we highly recommend mine's from 2014 Amazon prime. So let's do uh, let's do our stories for the week. Oh, and yeah. again, the topic is life is a highway. And uh, I'll go first. So this is um, this is not specifically about the highway, but it does involve a vehicle. And um, because this is a family show, I'm going to be as appropriate as I can. There's a little bit of literal bathroom that happens in this story that I just I, I can't get around, but it's very important to the Sounds plot. Sounds like a great band name. Literal bathroom. Literal bathroom. It's actually my new punk rock band. So uh, here's the story. Um, this this actually happened recently. A lot of these were mining from our childhood. This happened to me just a week ago or so. So I was uh, I met some friends. Well, actually, I met some new friends. Some people who wanted to. They were from Lexington and they wanted to meet and actually talk about podcasting. Um, I'll just shout it out. Middle Tech Podcast. Uh, it's about technology and uh, new business in the middle of Kentucky. And anyway, they they wanted to meet up for a variety of reasons. So they had me pick the restaurant and I picked a place that will remain nameless so that they, because of what the food did to my stomach, I will not tell you the name of the place, but I will say that it is, if you are from the Louisville area, it is a very lauded pizza place in Germantown. Okay. So you're there. Okay. So uh, we go there, we get my favorite pizza there. I pick the pizza. The meeting goes well. We, you know, I talk a lot. Surprise, surprise. Um, And then I leave and I am of a certain size, and people know this about me, and I get mocked by close friends, that um, if something is going to upset my stomach, it is going to happen very fast because my metabolism moves very quickly. So I leave this restaurant, and I am not very far away from it when I realize I'm not sure I'm going to make it home before I'm going to have to deal with this issue. All right, I'm speaking in coded language here. So I am contemplating how I'm going to deal with that. And I get to the corner of the... Bardstown Road and uh, on the other side of Baxter. Yes. What is that right there? Grinstead. Grinstead and Bardstown Road. And there is a Wendy's right there. And I'm waiting in line, traffic light. And I realize right now I could turn into this Wendy's and maybe go use their restroom. Yeah. Because I think I need to do that. So I decided to do it. So I swing in, park the car, and I am in so much pain that I am running into the Wendy's. And I get to the Wendy's and I throw open the door. And they've redone the inside of that store, and it looks great. It's so weird. And I turn to the right, and I go down the hall to the bathrooms, and the men's bathroom is completely out of order. Oh. And I'm like, no. And then I'm then I have that moment where I'm like, do I go into the women's restroom? Yes. And so at, something keeps me from doing that, and I don't remember why. I think I saw someone go in or or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. Then you don't. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So I. And I'm so you just have to understand my headspace in this moment because I am in so much pain. I'm not sure literally what I'm going to how I'm going to handle this. Yeah. And it's like an emergency situation. So I walk back out of the restaurant. Now, you need to you need to note that my car, which is a whole different story about why I have this car. But I got a new car at the beginning of the year and I got a white. It's basically a white four door sedan, which I'm learning there are lots of white four-door sedans mm-hmm. just everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So I walk out in the parking lot and I have a, it's a newer car. And so it has the ability if the keys are in my pocket where when it's locked, I can just open the door and it'll it'll open automatically for me. It'll sense me and the keys. So I go, I walk right out of the door and I blindly just go to the white car, open the door, get in and I'm going to start the car. And I look down and I think I've never noticed that parking brake release down there before. Weird. It is weird that I've never noticed the parking brake release in my own car. I am so distracted that I'm still looking at the floor in this car. And and then I look up and I look around and I realize I am not in my car. Did, was it unlocked? It was completely unlocked. Okay, and I am in someone else's car. All right, and funny. I, all of a sudden, so I have two issues now. One is the physical issue. Yes. I am in serious trouble. It could happen in this car. <laughs> it's that bad. Wow. The second issue is I now have to exit this car and hope no one saw me get in their car. Yeah. Because you know this part of town. It's not a bad part of town, but it's enough. Like, it's on the outskirts of downtown. Like, that could happen in that parking lot. And I've actually heard a horror story from one of our uh, our council representatives. I have, this is a totally different story that I can't co-op from her. But where she worked at that Wendy's when she was in high school. Okay. This is someone you would know. Um, and like something crazy and terrible happened to her. So like, you could, you know, but you also could have been someone that was rummaging through someone's change in the car. Can you, okay. Just imagine that you're inside the Wendy's and you look out and watch me get into your car. Yeah. Right. Like, and so I'm like, how do I get out of this car? Because they probably, if they that did happen, they probably looked at you and they're like, "Man, that guy looks like a thief." <laughs> well, and, and and honestly, I'm not even worried so much about what are they going to do if they see me get out of their car in terms of like hitting me with a brick or something, thinking I'm stealing something. I'm like, if I get out of this car and I have to explain my actions, I'm going to physically have a response that's going to triple the embarrassment of the whole situation. Wow, Brian. Okay, so end of the story. I throw open the car door. Slam it, run to my car, peel out of the parking lot. Oh. <laughs> and luckily, no one came out of the store. <laughs> wow. It was a close call, man. It was a really, really close call. Wow. Woo! Yeah. I'm glad you made it to a restroom. Oh, man, me too. So uh, now it's time for your story. Top that, sir. I'm, I'm expecting some points in my future for laying out that embarrassment. Well, you're not going to get mad if I bring in the ringer into the story, right? The ringer at the website? No, it's my dad. Can I oh, no. I'm going to lose if your dad's involved. Okay, life is a highway. Here's your story. Yeah, okay. So, all right. So, here we are. So, there was a, we used to have like a Buick Skylark and like an El Camino. And when I was 10, he won a Cadillac in a reverse raffle. Uh, that was illegal. Anyway, so <laughs> then after that, he traded cars every year. So we got a different car every Okay, day. you've mentioned that to me before, which yeah. is okay, I guess. Was that financially wise? Like, I don't know how things would have worked at that point. Well, he didn't talk to me about that when I was 10 either. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> All right, fair enough. So Proceed. My, my mom had like a sedan uh, Cadillac. And we go to drop her off to go shop. And my dad takes me to a car, like the car dealership. And we walk into a car dealership and... We walk into the main room and there's a car in there and a guy comes up and goes, hey, how's it going? How can I help you? And my dad goes, that's my car right there and I want this car right here and here's whatever, $5,000 in cash. What I love about Jerry is Jerry just gets it done. Jerry just gets it done. So, you know, with the salesperson, whoa, I got to talk to my manager. 
Um, so then we have the thing, you know, the dance, and they go and they get the manager, and the manager comes out, and they're like, oh, how's it going? Whatever. And then they back and forth, and they're doing the thing, and finally they come out to talk to my dad, and they're like, well, the the car, you know, you it's it, you, you know, I we want to sell you this car. We're glad you really want it, but the the tires don't come with it. Um, what? So what kind of tactic is that? So and and I was there in the showroom, and I got to hear how my dad reacts to someone doing that, <laughs> which. I'm going to leave. I'm going to keep it. Family-friendly show. I'm Don't gonna, say those words. Yeah, I'm going to keep it PG. So, or G. So, um, yeah, so that happened, and they went back and forth for a while, and I just watched. It was fascinating, like just weird drama as a kid. So um, my dad was like, no, no deal, you know, and then they came back out. Uh, Were they going to take the tires off the car? Mm-hmm. And give him different tires. They came back and then said, okay, we'll sell you the car, but then it's 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 an extra 1200 or something. It was like an extra $1,000, like 250 bucks a tire. And my dad said, no deal. And there was like this thing, and then my dad reached into his pocket and said, uh, I'll flip you for it. <laughs> With a quarter? So then he has to explain what it is, and he's like, I'll flip you for it. Um, you call it. And if I win, tires are mine. If you win, I'll pay you for the tires. No way. And so they just, it's odd. And so instead of like going back to talk to someone, they're like. The guy just goes, fine. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, he's got a 50% chance this conversation ends right here. Yeah. My dad flips the coin up. The guy calls it. My dad flips it over. My dad wins. And they are (laughs) pissed. Now. They are so angry. (laughs) So now... Did they demand to see the coin? Because that would have been my first move. Let me see that coin. So now the dragging feet happens. Because it's, you know, now they, like, they're they're not making this, they're not making this sale happen very, they're not letting letting us get out of there very fast. Remember, we have a third person in our family. (laughs) Who's across town waiting for a ride? Waiting for a ride. Gosh. Which we have now traded in, like which in now you sedan. don't have. You don't. You literally don't have the ride to go pick her up with. We we and, and now we've traded her little cute sedan car for a Fleetwood Brougham. Those are the ones that are those really long Cadillacs that you can't park like in parking spots or whatever. They have like the fins that look like fish on the back, and it's brown. I call <laughs> that the big brown turd. That was the name of that car <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, so it took a it took a long time, and I do remember thinking that it. it from what I remember, because I was a kid, that was several hours that we sat in there. And you had just dropped her off where? Shop, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere where she needed 30 minutes, not yeah. two and, and a half hours. And we, yeah, and then we drove up in this tank, the submarine, <laughs> that, my dad, that my dad had flipped a quarter to like get free but tires man, on it. But man, baby, look at those tires. Look at those tires. It's got the, <laughs> it's got the white walls. It had the white walls. Oh my gosh, you win. I I lose again, dude. That story's so good. You're right, Jerry is the ringer. He is the ringer. You man. bring him in and you win every time. We are the storyguys.com or email us at we are the storyguys at gmail.com. Give us your stories about life as a highway, uh, cars or accidents of both kinds, physical or in your car. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll catch you again very soon. Yeah. But uh, wearethestoryguys.com has all the other ways you can interact with us, be it social media or writing or pictures. Or Do you have a picture of that car from your dad? Man, no. 
<laughs> you didn't have it long enough. You only had it for a year after yeah, that. Yeah, right. right. We kept it for a year. <laughs> so funny, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are the Story Guys, and you need to keep telling stories. Story Guys is a production of Brian Eichenberger and Mark Murdoch. Get more stories, hear more podcasts, and book the guys for your conference or house party at wearethestoryguys.com. Copyright 2019 Boy Have We Got Stories Productions. All rights reserved.